We are supported by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can also sell custom merch. Guys, this is what we do on Squarespace. We have a merch team and we offer it all on a website beautifully built by WabiWab on Squarespace. Simply design your products and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. With Squarespace, it doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services, they have all the tools you need to start selling online. Just take one of their professional website templates, then customize the look, update the content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want so you can stand out online on any device. For a free trial, just head to squarespace.com DAX. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code DAX to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. Earn up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase every day. Then grow it at 4.5% annual percentage yield when you open a savings account with Apple Card. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card subject to credit approval. Savings available to Apple Card owners subject to eligibility. Savings accounts provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA member FDIC. Terms apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. Hi, Monica. Hi, Dax. How are you? Good. You did or did not have any memories from this? You didn't have any snow days, or you said you did have some snow days. I did, and I had one in college that I talk about for a second. That was so fun. Snow days are the best. Our prompt today is about the craziest snow day memory. It's a fun one. How much is in the edit? I'm doing it today, so I'm deciding. You better. It's one of the greatest moments on the show. I'm probably going to keep some of it. Please keep it. There's a real fun moment. Fingers crossed that there remains to be a really fun moment. You know, I said this in the past when I got to officiate Matt and Laura's wedding. Mm-hmm. I underestimated the contagiousness mm. of emotions and that it was palpable to stand between two people. Oh, God. Don't equate. Hold on. <laughs> there was a fun playfulness that I've been a part of in real life. It's been decades. Mm-hmm. That was so invigorating. Mm. Someone making a run for a girl they like. Mm. Oh, it was really fun. Okay, that's enough about that. You don't want to talk about that. Uh, (laughs) Okay, lots of fun stories. Please enjoy the craziest snow days ever. Hard times come and go. Good times take them slow. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Oh my God, what amazing audio you have. My brother's an audio engineer in LA and he is visiting me this week, so he happened to let me borrow the headphones. It's a great oh, setup. Sim. Oh my God, you sound better than we do. <laughs> it's Carrie, right? We have the right name? Yeah, thanks for talking to me. Oh God, yeah, yeah we're, we're so, so excited too. You're a fucking brown noser because you're in the closet. Yeah, we love that. Well, Monica loves it. You should love it. Well, Emma <laughs> from your team is very nice when she makes the request, so I couldn't say no to that. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, she lives in deep fear of Monica, so she's <laughs> like, if they don't get in the closet, I'm going to have to pay for it. 
<laughs> yeah, so your reputation as a monster precedes you. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Carrie, wh- where are you at in the country? Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, not a lot of snow days in Scottsdale. No, that's no. why we moved over here to get rid of the snow days. Where are you from? Denver, Colorado. Ooh. Okay, and so you guys are pretty prepared, no? I'm always like, for me, Michigan's like a seven on the thing. Like, you got to have a pretty damn bad snowstorm for us to get a snow. Because we have all the equipment. But then Colorado, you go in like two feet of snow sometimes, right? I actually lived in Michigan for a brief period and nothing stops at all. Right, right. But in Denver, my parents, they don't have chains on their tires. So they are not as well equipped as a lot of other people might be. I'd say it's half and half of people who are competent in the snow and not competent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And yet they're all sharing one roadway, unfortunately. Yeah, (laughs) very true. Okay, so tell us about your crazy snow day. So it ended up being more than just a snow day, but around middle school, there's this girl, I'm going to call her Leslie, and I'm infatuated with Leslie. She transfers to my school. Not only is she the new girl, very pretty also. The new (gasps) girls always are. (laughs) Where was she from? What state? She's from Colorado. But she was from the West Side. Okay, great. So she transfers. I love her. You know, I'm yeah. kind of the class clown. And every time you make a joke, she'll like graze your arm. Oh. <gasps> oh, my. Leslie. So fast forward five years. I've just been infatuated the whole time. Obsessed <laughs> with this girl. It's freshman year of high school now. And she knows of me. You know, it's a smallish school. But I'm not popular enough to like hang out with her friends on the weekends. She's a different tier. Yeah. So the way I try to make myself a part of her life is I sit close enough to her in the classes we have together that maybe the teacher will call on us to be partnered up for a project. Oh, Oh. great strategy. It's a decent tactic. It works a few times, including this freshman year in a science class. You know, we have a mini science fair project that we're teamed up for. Oh, this is great because this is over a period of time. You have to meet up. And she's lazy because she's hot. So she's not going to do a goddamn thing in this project. And you're going to do it all. You'll be impressive. She is very dependent on me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're in the middle of a storm. We don't know exactly how big the storm is going to be, but they're predicting that it'll be big. And I am trying to convince my parents that I should go over to her house. Because you want to get stuck there? (laughs) Yes. In hindsight, I think this was me being a master manipulator trying to get stuck there. That is inevitably what happens. (laughs) Good job. Thank you. I kind of take too long so that by the time we're wrapping up our project, I say to her parents, you know, I'm not super comfortable walking home in the dark in the snow. (laughs) And her parents are wonderful. Their style of parenting is let them run wild. So they're totally fine with it. Let my parents know it's okay make a little makeshift bed for me in the basement. Wow! Oh, you're gonna spend the night. I am sleeping over at my crush's house. Oh, Oh, this is brilliant. I appreciate the compliment. It is brilliant. (laughs) But we wake up in the morning and there's another 15 inches of snow on the ground. So this is the biggest storm in not Colorado history, but in the two decades I lived there, this was the biggest storm. School ends up getting canceled the entire week. Oh, wow. And I'm stuck in Leslie's house for five full days. No! No, 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 no. Ah. This can't happen. This can't happen. Wait, 
So, I mean, every night, you know, my parents are checking in with her parents. And they're like, yeah, it's totally fine if he stays. We love having him. What are you doing about underwear? Yeah, so I'm wearing some of the dad's clothing. So (laughs) luckily he's a skinny guy and I'm not. So it's actually a decent fit. You at 13 were the same size as the 40-year-old man. Yeah. Well, this is probably around 15, but, you know, it's the dawn of puberty, so I'm a little taller than I was the previous year. Okay. In any case, the week goes really well. Ooh. I turn up the charm to 11, Mr. (laughs) Suave. Not only am I hanging out with... Leslie all the time. We're watching movies and I'm doing a mystery science theater thing, making her giggle. Absolutely. (laughs) You're commentating. Exactly. She also has a trampoline in her backyard. So we're jumping on the snowy trampoline. (laughs) You can't walk home, but you can jump on the But they can go to the park and then go out to dinner. (laughs) It is like waist high. So I could walk home, but it wouldn't be a great idea and I wouldn't want to. Yeah, if the girl loved you and you weren't into her, you would have got your ass home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could have definitely. <laughs> I was practicing this story with my friends and they were like, I definitely went to the park during the snowstorm. You could get around. <laughs> but I didn't. Okay. So I'm even winning over the parents, complimenting the mom's cooking. Like, oh, you're mm. not going to the grocery store, but you're still so resourceful. You know, oh. this craft mac and cheese is amazing. The dad loves pinball, has a machine in the basement. We bond over that. So the whole family loves me this week. It all culminates in the fifth day. We are in Leslie's bed, me and her together. You know, giggling, listening to Coldplay just <gasps> came out. Yellow? Yes, it is the first album, so oh. Yellow would have been on there. Dreamy. Snowy outside, which is romantic on its own. We're under the covers, clothes on, but still, yeah. I have weaseled my way into her bed. It's a lofted bed you have to climb up. Okay. And I'm joking about how gross I think fellatio is. That's the topic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and she, while we're giggling about it, turns to me and says, is that something you'd want to try? See what it's like. Oh. So. Hold on. This is. Pause, I know. pause, pause, pause. Don't. Hit me. Well, not even. I want to soak. Do you know the Mormon term where you put the penis in? You don't do any pumping. Did not know it was a Mormon term, but yeah, I know soaking. I just want to soak in that moment for one second, okay? I mean, wow. Just sit here and soak. I, too, I just want to add, I, too, was the lucky recipient of some really overt sexuality from ninth grade girls who weren't, in quotes, that type of girl. Some nerdier girls I was friends with, similar thing. I want to know what that feels like. There's something glorious when the girls have the power (laughs) at that age and they feel safe and then that actually happens because for the rest of your life, it goes the other way. Anyways, what a time to be alive. I appreciate that you can recognize what a moment that was for me. You know, I incepted my way into their house. The whole family loves me. I only think... In my wildest dreams, we'll make out. Mm-hmm. She kicks it up three notches. Wow. To yeah. oral. I know. <laughs> Start on third base. Exactly. So instead of just embracing it, I have a complete meltdown. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. So uh, I start feeling the sweat coming on and I begin to 
ramble with reasons why we shouldn't do it. Okay, yeah. So I'm saying, you know, your parents, they're in the next room. What if they come in? You know, it could get messy. Like, where does all the fluid go? I just look like a moron. Can I ask you really quick? You just weren't really ready yet. You weren't mature enough for that kind of advanced sexuality, or you were nervous you were going to do a terrible job? I've probably thought about this for, you know, a thousand hours since it happened. (laughs) And I think I was so focused on making out, and I had gone through all the ways I might be inadequate when it comes to kissing her. Yeah. I couldn't even fathom that we might do anything else. So now it's, will I be able to last? And again, I'm just going through puberty. Is size going to be an issue? So that all hits me at once and I panic. Yeah. 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 Oh my oh, God. It's so Carrie. hard to be. It's so hard to be a teeny, so a little sweet. prepubescent. Yeah. Yeah. A straight white male. <laughs> it's yeah. so hard. I'm so it's sorry. It's very tough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's where we get the credit we deserve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, I don't ramble forever. She actually stops me and says, don't worry about it. The moment has passed. Oh. I know. Not great, but <laughs> I totally get where she's coming from. So I apologize and I, I say I should go to bed and I, you know, start climbing down the ladder. Oh, this is sad. I actually trip a little at the oh. end of the climb. Yeah. So like I hit my knee on the ground, pretend it doesn't hurt. It, it's awful. Oh. And then I go, you know, to my cupboard under the stairs that they made for me and I (laughs) weep myself to sleep. So in the morning, I wake up and I I can't stay there anymore. Tell the parents, thank you so much for everything. And I walk home all weepy. And then at school the following week, people know about it. They do? She's told people? Well, to her credit, I don't think she actually told people. I talked to her this weekend to see if it was okay to tell the story. She says she didn't tell anybody. So I think I told a confidant (laughs) or two and it leaked that way. Oh, yeah. My bad. Not a great thing I did. Yeah. These things, they need to be shared. They do. I'm almost glad it leaked out a little bit because, yes, I became the guy who, you know, ruined his shot with Leslie. But I was also the guy who had a shot with Leslie to squander. Your status must have skyrocketed. Yeah. Yeah. You turned down Leslie. Exactly. They didn't know it was because I was overwhelmed and panicking. Maybe I just said, no, not for me. Thanks. thanks. I'm getting into other places. (laughs) Pretty satiated with your mother, actually. We've been spending some time here. (laughs) You're probably too young to have seen Can't Buy Me Love. I had not seen it. It's Patrick Dempsey. It's what made him a big star. It's the best movie ever of this ilk. He's a teenager nerd. He's mowed a million lawns so he can buy a telescope. He's at the mall to get the telescope. He sees the most popular girl across the way. She had spilt wine on her mom's dress. She has to replace it. He decides to spend all of his telescope money on buying her a new dress with the agreement that she has to act like they're dating for two weeks. Oh, that's just as manipulative. Yeah. It's the best movie ever, and it's almost identical to your story. And lo and behold, of course, the popular girl falls for him, but he's got his now sights set elsewhere. It's the best movie, but it reminds me so much of this because you found yourself in a situation that cannot be manufactured. Five days uninterrupted time with your crush at her house. Yeah, and for the difference between Can't Buy Me Love is that he ends up with the girl and I have 20 years of thought prison. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get to school, it does it elevate your status a little bit? No, not really. Oh, You know, nothing changed for me. I didn't get accepted into any clubs that I couldn't get in otherwise. 
But you stayed in touch with her and did the plan switch to, I don't know, three weeks later, you're like, shit, I should have done it. Now I want to do it. How do I bring this back up to her? See if the offer is still good. I felt like that was my one shot. And then she was like a serial monogamous. This was a very brief period where she wasn't dating someone from high school. So she probably got a boyfriend a few weeks after that. Never on the market long. Wow, your time with Leslie. This is a beautiful story. Well, if you'll indulge me for a moment, you know, moral of the story, don't squander these opportunities. So I'm wondering if, Monica, you're willing to hear my quick elevator pitch as to why we should go on a date? Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, do you live in L.A.? He lives in Arizona. I'm in Scottsdale, but I work for Ford remotely. And you have a brother who lives in Los Angeles. Right. I go to visit him for a few weeks. I see family and friends. I try to seduce you at the same time. <laughs> oh who knows God. where it goes? Okay. Two birds, one listen, stone. Listen, listen. How old are you? Um, so. Uh-oh. Can I do my pitch? Hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on. Do your pitch. Anytime it's answer with, ah, uh, so. <laughs> do your pitch. Do your pitch. I'm the latter half of 34, so I turn 35 soon. Great. Okay. I actually, this is the first point, went to... Northwestern University with Rachel Field and Jen D'Angelo. We're in the same class. No way. Right. So not only are we the same age, some mutual acquaintances might be able to attest to the fact that I don't murder people. I love this. I love a mutual acquaintance. I think you're very cute, Carrie. So do I, Yeah, You stop that right now. (laughs) That is not a popular (laughs) opinion, but I'll take it. Thank you. I'm going to send some texts out. Oh, my God. Maybe a Dan Milstein. I don't know who that is. I should have lied and said I know. Yeah, we're best friends. Dan, you know Dan? (laughs) I'll get Rachel on the case. Sure, Rachel might know best. Yeah. (laughs) I also, I get sick. Constantly. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you could feed me soup or pamper oh, for like wow. five to ten weeks a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last thing, I like you. At least I like your public persona a lot. Thank you. And I assume that's you. So maybe it could be mutual. I don't know. This could be your Leslie moment. This is a good pitch. Thank you. I practiced with many people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing. Next time you're in L.A., oh, wow. okay, you let me know. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like exploding with romance no right way. now. Rob, can you believe we're <laughs> sitting in this bubble? We've got this what all recorded, pri- too. What a it's privilege. True. It's recorded, so there's no going back. Oh, my God. Now, this isn't the most convenient. I fly to San Francisco for Thanksgiving tomorrow. I don't want to pressure you. I can just wait a few months until I am actually on a trip to L.A. I think when you're on a trip to L.A. That's a little less scary, right? You let me know. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm well, coming on I, a little strong right now. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. I just have a lot of plans for Thanksgiving. Got it. <laughs> so okay. it, would, it would be hard schedule-wise. Let's not get bogged down in the <laughs> logistics of this. We say this in show business. Learn to take the yes and exit the executive's office. All right, when they see bought you guys the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you heard yes, it's time to go. Carrie, this has been phenomenal. Yeah. Well, thanks, Carrie. I've seen a few people pitch themselves to Monica, and I'm going to tell you, none of them have worked. So just if nothing else happens, I just saw a smile on young Monica's face that I just haven't seen anyone penetrate the force. The field, best so. smile. Okay, good. <laughs> 
If nothing comes of it, this made my week. Guys, can Same. I want you to make love? No. <laughs> Please. I'm like, I'm here from the beginning. I'm no. I want to be there at the end. I'm going to. What go if ahead I promise to no. only look at Carrie during no, the lovemaking? I don't trust that to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I know you too well. Well, this is seriously fantastic. So thank you guys. You know, thank you. I've now joined the ranks of like Obama was your guest, and now I am. That's right. Yes. You're, you're just like Obama. You're identical. I hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Malia? Oh, no. What's the other one's name? Sasha. 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 Malia? <laughs> Malia and Sasha? We'd like to watch. No, two. no. Yep, the whole family. No. We love Good Place, but we'd rather watch you guys. All right, Carrie, awesome meeting you. What a party. Yes. Take care. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. <laughs> wow, what a cute wow, dude. Wow, whoa, wow, wow. That took a turn. That I wasn't took a turn. That was so fun for me to watch. I feel like I was in high school watching you get hit on at a um, in the cafeteria. That's never happened at high school. Well, especially that story before was so like wholesome and brought you back to elementary school. Yeah, I'm gonna ask Rachel. Okay. I'm gonna text her right now. Oh my god! So his name's Carrie, Northwestern University, lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, works for Ford. I had to. I was gonna control myself to not ask him what he did at Ford. Yeah, I but gonna... I want to get in the way of what was happening. But I thought maybe you would like that part. I love that part. <laughs> All the more reason I want to be there when you guys consummate this relationship. Here's my pitch why I should be there. Oh, Christ. You okay. ready? I think the robot. Oh, you're going to use the robot? I'll be there as the robot. <laughs> In a robot costume. <laughs> yes. I thought you said the robot was go, too pure. Is this how humans make love? <laughs> what part do you put in the other human? We don't have any parts. <laughs> Oh, I don't feel right about it because he's so pure. Have you seen that Nathan for you where he builds the box for children to sit in while their parents make love in the no. hotel room? Oh, no. It's like a sound deprivation tank. <laughs> and the test that he just brings a bunch of porn stars into the hotel room to have oh, sex. Jesus. With a kid sitting in this box. This is weird that he knows my friend. That is really weird. That's such a added That's safety net. Nice. Wow, am I all a titter? <laughs> I'm a titter. All right, let's talk to Leslie. <gasps> Look at this. Ding, I know, ding, ding. it's going to be her. I would love it. All right, here oh comes my God. But no, that was a code name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> These are getting, what if we've tapped into a, like a Twilight Zone portal? <laughs> so much surreal stuff's happening. Like you're on a date right now. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Is this Leslie? This is Leslie. It's so nice to meet you guys. You have such nice built-ins in your closet. We do. Oh, thank you. This is my parents' closet. I'm home for the holidays. Oh, happy <laughs> Then let me rephrase it. They have such nice built-ins. They do. Where are you at in the country? They live in Dallas, but I live in Los Angeles. So mm. I'm right where you guys Neighbors. are. Neighbors. And you're wearing a Danny Rick shirt? What are you wearing? <gasps> oh, I sure baby. I am. Yes. I am too. We're matching. I have Danny Rick on too. Oh, no. No one... Should we get the fuck out of here, Leslie? Let's get out of here. Yeah. All right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so the story can't happen in Dallas. The childhood snow day story. No. I kind of moved around a lot growing up. Before sixth grade, we moved from Minnesota to Connecticut. Big move. Was really tough to make friends at first. And then finally, there's this one girl. We start hanging out. Go over to her house for you know a play date, which... I'm sure we're a little bit too old to call it a play date in sixth grade, but we're going to call oh. it that anyway. She says, let's go sledding. She has a cool hill by her house. So I don't want to go because I just got new Uggs and didn't want to get them <laughs> ruined, of course. Mm. 
but don't want to fail at this new friendship. So I say, all right, let's do it. So we walk about a mile to a hill near her house. She goes goes sleds down first and she hits a bush at the end of the route. So I say, all right, I'm not going to do that. Move a little bit to the right, slide down. And then I guess I hit an ice patch or something (gasps) along the way. I end up hitting the stake that holds the wire that holds the telephone pole into the ground. Wait, oh, that's an immovable object. Exactly. Um, So I run into that and immediately have the wind knocked out of me and I'm going in and out of consciousness a little bit. I say, you know what? I don't feel well. Can we go back to your house? So we get up and walk the mile or so back to her house. And the next part is a little fuzzy because I am going in and out of consciousness. Oh my God, for a mile. Yeah. (laughs) And then I remember getting to her house, her mom handing me orange juice, I guess, to blood sugar or something. Sure, sure. She got out of the first aid kit. Hold on, let me get some orange juice out this of the first aid kit. Everyone <laughs> yeah. immediately gives juice to people. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Everyone's scared, doing the best they can. <laughs> exactly. So mom and grandpa come because they're visiting. My grandpa says, yeah, she's fine. She just got the wind knocked out of her. I've seen this injury many times in basketball. She just needs to sleep it <laughs> Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh boy. You're never supposed to sleep. Exactly. My mom says, absolutely not. There's something seriously wrong with my daughter. And all I remember from that time truly is laying down in the back seat, like looking out the window, the street lamps going by, having an absolute existential moment, thinking I'm dying, not really sure what's going on. So then we get to the ER, I get shot up with all the good stuff for my pain, get all the x-rays, MRIs, CT scans. They come back and say, sadly, our pediatric surgeon is on vacation. So we don't have anyone here right now who can take care of your daughter. So she needs to be transported to a hospital somewhere else. Oh, my God. They get transported via ambulance to a hospital about an hour away in the middle of a snowstorm. Finally, a pediatric surgeon takes a look at me. He says, look, you lacerated your liver, punctured your (gasps) lung punctured your adrenal gland, and broke three ribs. No! Did one of the broken ribs puncture the lung or the item you hit? I have no idea. That's a great question. Ew, that just okay, made okay, me you got feel about squirmy. 13 broken bones. And the adrenal gland. Ew. That's curious. Isn't that far removed from those other areas or no? I think it's all next to the liver. Oh, okay. I don't really know what it does. It seems kind of unnecessary, kind of like an appendix. One of my friends is like, how is she going to get her adrenaline now? Which I don't think those two things are related. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So that's the prognosis. What happens next? Luckily, because of the way that the liver works, I don't need surgery. I just need to be on bed rest. So I stay in the hospital for about a week. The best parts being unlimited hours of Golden Girls. The worst parts being the phlebitis that happened and the people that come around to entertain the peds unit. I definitely (laughs) yelled at them to get away. (laughs) What's phlebitis? Yeah. It's an infection from the IV where your veins get enlarged and it's definitely painful. So I think Ah. that probably was worse Ah. than the actual incident because I had so much adrenaline going through me and I had morphine and things like that. Got a good cocktail going there. (laughs) Wowzers. Just from a regular old sled. Yeah. That's why I don't do fun stuff. (laughs) Because this could happen. 
I haven't slutted since, not going to lie. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Do you think your friend feels really guilty? So we're not friends anymore. Yeah, not I get it. Not because of this, but just because <laughs> of life and age and you grow out of friendships. But I wonder if she listens and if she'll remember that it was me. <laughs> I love granddad. That would so be me. What's wrong with this? Our just inclination is like, you're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. You would have died. Well, I feel like I would have been okay. No, you would have died if everyone had listened to that grandpa. You would have been fine if he just laid down and then didn't get up. But he probably would have been like, you got to wake up and walk this off. (laughs) Let's go, Leslie. I bet the one mile walk really made everything so much worse. Yeah, I really don't remember too much from that. And then I was on bed rest for about a month after that at my house. And was known as the new girl who almost died sledding. Was that a good or bad moniker? Like, if you're a boy, that's kind of rad. Hey, this new dude, man, he caught himself on fire (laughs) jumping over the bonfire. You're like, oh, meet that guy. Does it work that way for women? I mean, I do remember there were two popular girls who, like, lived near me, and they brought me a little Christmas tree. Oh, my God, that makes the whole thing worth it. But she might have been all blue, and then you don't want the popular kids to see you blue. This could have led Leslie to Munchausen's, because that's like a very formative experience oh. where you were in pain and suffering, then you got the attention of popular people, <gasps> and you could have been on a road then to you fake injure yourself. Oh my gosh, does that explain so much? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, do you have so many chronic illnesses right now? <laughs> yeah, so many. Maybe <laughs> score. Well, Leslie, I'm glad you made it. Yeah. Thank you. I still have some battle wounds. My my ribs on my right side. There's a major indent. You can tell. Ooh. This really gotcha. Other than that, I'm okay. Okay, good. And the adrenal gland, it must be fine. It must have healed up just fine. Yeah, got all my adrenaline back. Because I think if you don't have adrenaline, that's a sign of depression. That's one of the markers if you don't have adrenaline. If you remember cocaine, one of the three things that inhibits the uptake of is neuroepinephrine, which is adrenaline. Dopamine, serotonin. Yeah, but adrenaline turns into neuro. Okay. She doesn't care. She shouldn't. (laughs) Leslie. I care. I participated. Do you want to go sledding with Monica? I'm sorry. I'm not available to sled. Let's do something like go shopping. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. I'll meet you anytime. You let me know. Well, Leslie, it was a pleasure getting to talk to you. I'm so glad you made it. And that's too much for a cute little sixth grader that's new to a school to go through. (laughs) I had a friend who had an accident where she was swinging on a... Rope swing? Yeah. And then she fell into the creek and messed up her face. Mm. And we couldn't stop talking about it at school while she was out. Like, it was a huge thing that was happening. And you were gone for... A month? month. I can't imagine. I should probably take a survey and see if people remember any rumors that were spread about why I was gone. Oh. I just had a vision of granddad two weeks later sitting in his recliner all by himself in a dark room. And he's rocking and he just goes, "Mm, I got that one wrong. Well, Uh I'm seeing him this afternoon. They're coming in for Thanksgiving. I'll ask him what he thought. If he has any regrets about saying you're fine. He's like, no, you were fine. I was right. Are you here? Yeah, I guess you were fine, huh? (laughs) All right, Leslie, great meeting you. Thanks for that story. Nice to meet you, too. Okay, happy holidays. You, too. Bye. Bye. We are supported by Squarespace. With Squarespace, you can do much more than build a website. You can also sell custom merch. 
Guys, this is what we do on Squarespace. We have a merch team and we offer it all on a website beautifully built by WobbyWob on Squarespace. Simply design your products and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you. With Squarespace, it doesn't matter what you sell, physical goods, digital products, services, they have all the tools you need to start selling online. Just take one of their professional website templates, then customize the look, update the content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want so you can stand out online on any device. For a free trial, just head to squarespace.com DAX. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code DAX to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Mm, ZipRecruiter. With St. Patty's Day around the corner, here's a random fun fact. The chances of finding a four-leaf clover are one in 10,000. <gasps> yeah, very limited edition. You'd have to be pretty lucky to find one. Almost as lucky as Kristen finding a parking spot. Mm. There's always one right at the front somehow. Fortunately, if you're hiring, you don't need luck to find top talent. You just need ZipRecruiter. And you can try it free right now at ZipRecruiter.com DAX. No rainbows or gimmicks. ZipRecruiter leads you to a pot of gold, a.k.a. top talent every time. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology starts showing you quality candidates immediately. You can also invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. If you're even just a bit curious about how ZipRecruiter can help you, today's your lucky day. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tap the banner to learn more. We are supported by Celebrity Cruises. On most vacations, you pick a place to go. Eat the same food over and over and you lie on the same beach. But with Celebrity Cruises, you can explore a new destination every day across Europe, the Caribbean, or Alaska. You can have it all. An absolutely incredible ship with delicious restaurants, nonstop entertainment, and the best rooms at sea. And now you can book with Celebrity's semi-annual sale. To book, go to Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Offer applies to select sailings. Savings amount varies by destination. Other terms apply. Visit Celebrity.com for details. Ships, registry, Malta, and Ecuador. Ooh, that really made me feel squirmy. I gotta get more open. I wish people hit on me. Get over it. Jake, can you hit on me? <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, I'm so, no that's sexual harassment. No, it's not. He doesn't work for me. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hits on Monica Jake, and I'm starting to get a little bit jealous. That's ridiculous. You're such a handsome, good-looking guy. You're so genuine and sweet. Oh, don't stop, Jake. <laughs> it's really effective when you ask for it. <laughs> I know it doesn't feel as good. You're actually saying don't do it, and the people are still doing it, and I'm begging for it. Jake, how are you? Where are you at? I'm good. I am currently in Florida. Uh, I'm from Chicago, but I'm down here for the holidays. Do you know Rob Hollis? 
I don't know. Okay, Wobby Wob? No, all right. <laughs> he goes by Wobby Wob. Boy, this sucks. So the last guess really inflated Monica, and now I just broke Rob's heart. So that went back. I don't, I think no, he's you meant okay. personally. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know him personally. Okay, I knew that. <laughs> okay, Jake. So you're in Florida and you're from Chicago. So Chicago, right in the snow belt. Oh yeah, all that lake effect snow sets you up for real nice snow days. Yeah. What grade are we talking about? About seventh grade. So right in those mischievous years, mm. doing stuff that you probably shouldn't be doing. So walk us through it. Yeah. What happened? So it's 2002, 2003, right? We're in my neighborhood. It's a suburb of Chicago, probably like 40 minutes outside the city north. So we get some of that Wisconsin snow coming in. Ooh, it's into- very home alone vibes. Ask what suburb. That's What right suburb? Where- Wobby Wob wants to know what suburb. I grew up in a uh, suburb called Lincolnshire which is next to Buffalo Grove, which is a bit bigger than my town. I know, but I'm Hoffman Estates. Hoffman Estates. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, like I knew we were getting somewhere. Okay. Yeah, not too far. Okay, back to this story. Sorry. Okay, we're getting this nice big snowstorm, and we already know the next day is going to be called off. You know, you're a kid. You know when you're like, yeah, we're getting one tomorrow. It was myself, my neighborhood buddy who were about the same age, and my other friend, and we're all pumped to do our most favorite winter activity, which is... Throwing snowballs at cars. Yes. Oh, yep. goodness. Okay. So, Dax, I feel like if you were one of the neighborhood boys, you would have been right there with us. Oh, I've spent a good deal of my youth throwing snowballs at cars, <laughs> for sure. I need to set up a little context, because you might be like, yeah, you know, just little idiots throwing snowballs at cars. Like, cute, harmless, fun story, right? Not quite that innocent. Because behind my house, probably for a stretch of maybe like four to six houses, there was this massive berm. And if you don't know what a berm is, it's like that hill that blocks your house from the road so you don't hear any noise or you don't see the road back there. So this sat like behind a stretch of houses in my neighborhood. Perfect place to hide for cover. (laughs) Yeah. And this thing was like 20, 25 feet high. So a decently big hill. And at the top were some pine trees. So it made for like the perfect cover to stay tucked away and Uh just launch these snowballs. Mm. There was like this short little patch of grass, a ditch, and then the road. So there was a nice little gap you had to clear for the snowballs to actually get to the road. So this means, right, you couldn't just like soft toss a snowball and the car would hit it. You had to like absolutely launch these things into the air like a fly ball and really like time the car coming down the road and make sure it would like time up and nail it. Tearing rotator cuffs, really going for it. Science would take into play. So the higher you're throwing them, the faster they're coming down, which would make a huge explosion when it hit a car. You'd hear a loud bang. And it was one of those things where we're like, you'd throw it up, time it and be like, Oh, and then if it hit, you know, be like, yeah, like we <laughs> yeah, it's it, for people who have not done it. It's more rewarding than throwing a strike in bowling. There's so many variables. Mm. So two when you moving objects, two moving yeah. objects, one moving laterally, one moving horizontally. <laughs> there's a lot of physics happening. Oh, yeah. You're trying to lead these cars like you're a star quarterback. So you're just like, oh, he's coming down like throw it. it's back to hunting, like the odds of getting mm. that little spear and that running fucking javelin are impossible. I think we have like hardwired reward for that. Oh yeah, big time. For people who've never done this, what happens when the snowball makes contact? In general, what's the joy of it? It explodes into this, like if the snowball is the size of a softball, by the time it hit the windshield, it's the size of like a large ride cymbal on a drum set. You know, it's huge. And it doesn't do anything. It doesn't ever break unless you got ice in them, which I even had the ethics not to throw ice snowballs at cars. I think this might be a ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I think we're getting somewhere, but all right, let's. (laughs) 
Let's resume. Monica, I feel like you're like, probably like, God, boys are so dumb. Why would you throw snowballs at God? Well, I already know that. (laughs) We are. We are. (laughs) That's how it is. Okay. So if you kind of are getting to where this story is headed, (laughs) with the distance to the road, that means a couple of things, right? You need to have this nice, heavy, wet snowball to make it there. Not every snow is giving you that luscious packing snow. So what we would do is improvise and you'd poke a little hole on top of a water bottle, spray down some snow, pack the snowballs, get them ready, get them prepped, spray them down again for good measure, which ultimately just made them ice balls. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So we had slightly different moral compasses. That's fine. I did much worse things later in life. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So when I said throwing snowballs at cars, it was basically had turned into throwing ice balls at cars. Not intentionally, but you needed that heavy snowball. (laughs) Sure. Sure. You needed it. (laughs) So we're having a great time doing it. It's dark out. We're loving life. We're hucking these ice balls. And this little white van starts coming down the road. And I'm like, all right, this one's me. I got this one. It's my turn. I grab a ice ball, huck it into the air like a Hail Mary, send it into the sky. And this thing falls perfectly, direct hit into the windshield. <gasps> we hear like a loud bang. But we also hear like a crack crunching sound. Uh-oh. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. Yes. Instead of like the big celebration, we're like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, 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 <laughs> we killed yeah. someone today. Yeah. The car naturally, you know, breaks pretty hard. It's trying to figure out what happened. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, you lost Monica. Yeah. I'm still in, Jake. I've been there. Okay. I know what it's like. Everything's so fun. And then you have this moment where the clarity of what you've been doing hits you in a nanosecond. You're like, oh, God, right. We shouldn't have been doing this. And now we're fucked. Yeah. It comes back around, Monica. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this person stops. They like slam on the brakes, but they couldn't really just stop in the middle of the road because there were cars behind them and there wasn't really a shoulder to pull off on. So they kind of hit the brakes hard, try to figure out what's going on. But ultimately, they have no choice but to keep driving Mm -hmm. so we're at the top of this hill like okay maybe this isn't a smart idea that was pretty crazy this could have been bad we could have wrecked somebody they could have crashed but then three minutes later adhd kicks in and we're like all right who's got the next one no yes oh it's another bad feature of ours yeah we are rambunctious boys we're moral (laughs) creatures but it has a really very very tiny time horizon You got to get in there while we're feeling bad because they would just compartmentalize it real quick and move to the next. (laughs) Still throwing snowballs at cars. Let's say I think it was 30 minutes when one of my buddy notices a white van parked like lights out directly across from us in the entrance of this other neighborhood that kind of looked out facing right where we were throwing from. And he's like, hey, man, I think that's the van from earlier. And the two of us are like, no, there's no way they drove off. They're gone. They're like trying to figure out what happened to their car. But he's like, no, no, I'm sure. We're all maybe trying to confirm with each other if it is the van. And it seemed like once we reached that threshold, we're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely the van. Oh, shit, that's them. The doors go flying open and four guys come barreling out of that van coming right for us. Four men. We were 13. So I'm going to guess looking back now, they're probably like 19 or 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The type of guys that would see 13 year olds and chase them down because they throw a snowball at them. Yes, of course. (laughs) What else they got to do? You're right. So they come barreling at us and we're on top of this berm and we're like, bail, run, go, go, go. (laughs) And we just take off trying to get away as fast as we can. Full snow gear, boots and all, you know, not equipped to be really sprinting, running fast. And I swear, I remember like once we got to the bottom of that berm, we looked back and it was like these guys were already at the top of that hill coming over right there. 
So at that point, we realized they're not just trying to scare us. They're really coming after us. We need to get the hell out of here. One thing about my neighborhood, too, is they were pretty open lots, you know, no fences, not a lot of cover. So you couldn't really duck and hide right away. But there was like this older section with the foresty area. So instinctively, we're like, go to the foresty area. Like, we need to hit the woods to lose them. You're also running in snow, so it's obvious everywhere you yeah. go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the woods will confuse you. You'd lose the tracks. <laughs> sure, you hope. It's like a Tuesday at like 7 p.m. We're like running for our lives through these people's yards. Two of us went this way. My other buddy kept going straight by himself now went the other way. But at this point, we're like, you're on your own. I hope you survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's on brand for what you guys are (laughs) doing. (laughs) Two of them follow me and my friend. Two of them follow the other guy. And we're going through these woods. We get through the other side and we see like a little tree fort, like one of those jungle gyms for kids. So we run up the slide, barrel into this fort and are like hiding, peeking one eyeball out. Eventually those guys make it to the other side of the woods. They turn back go the other way. So we're like, we got away. We waited probably like 10 minutes or so. Uh, We're like, okay, they probably gave up looking like, let's start heading back. So we go back through the woods, get to the other side where we first lost our buddy, but he's back there by himself sitting on the curb. We get a little closer. We realize he's totally worked over. Bloody nose. We're 12. So tears running down his face, crying. He's like, they kicked the shit out of me. Like, guys, like what happened? Like, yes, yes, yes. We're 12, 13. So I've never seen someone get worked over that bad. So I'm like, holy crap, this is bad. We need to get you to a hospital. We need to go home. (laughs) Right. We tell our parents everything. Yeah. So we start walking down the street. We're like, we're safe now. It's okay. We start to pass the house we were throwing from. Those guys are still waiting at the bottom of that berm, hoping that we would return. Oh, wow. We sprint. The foot chase is back on. We're close to my house. Let's just get to my house. We'll figure out what to do then. Hopefully we're safe. It's it's home base. We'll be safe. Yeah. Illogical. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> so we're sprinting back, cutting through a yard. We make it to my backyard and they catch up to us. I remember getting shoved to the ground. A huge scuffle breaks out. We're yelling. And then I remember this moment like vividly. The floodlights all turn on in my yard. My dad had all these floodlights. For some reason, we had dogs and there's coyotes. So he's like, I'm putting lights everywhere. He's been preparing for this. Yeah, he was preparing for the day where he had to come out and and save us. (laughs) It lights up like a prison yard. It sounds fake, but this guy like had my friend by like his jacket. My dad walks out and goes, Jake, what the hell is going on back here? Uh This guy like drops my friend, sprints away, and the debacle is over. We're like, oh my God, you saved us. Holy (laughs) crap. So only the dude who didn't throw the snowball got beat up. It was definitely my fault. Like looking back, I'm like, oh, I feel bad. Like I got you beat up pretty bad. We went in and told him, you know, we're throwing snowballs at cars. And he's like, you guys kind of deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. <laughs> yeah. ha, ooh, I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, it's an off-roading thing. I don't know if we actually ever cracked the guy's windshield or not. Well, you know, I was going to point this out earlier. It'd be easy to overestimate the strength of the windshield on the van. The van's angle of the window is much steeper. You hit a car, it's already at like a 30 degree angle. It's much easier to reflect it off. Mm. But a fucking 90 degree angle 
van window is just gonna stay right where it landed. I don't think the moral of the story is not to not throw snowballs. It's don't throw them at vans and don't throw ice don't snowballs. Don't throw them at cars. Okay. Because you never know. Also, even if it doesn't break the windshield, if it just obstructs someone's view and then they, they hit something control. or hit a kid walking across the street, just yeah. don't be a part of this, guys. <laughs> okay. You're not thinking okay. about this when you're 12 or 13. I know. No. You're thinking about, did the other guy throw one? Oh, I guess I'm supposed to throw you one You know now. what your kid's about this age did today? What? They handed out waters to people. That's yeah, what girls do. Yeah. Well, they're also those seven and nine. We'll see Still. what happens when they're 13. Still. There might be a little more stuff. No. Well, Jake, I'm glad you made it. Uh, character building experience. You got through it. I don't think you really learned anything is my guess. I'm not <laughs> I hearing that you learned no, anything. No. I learned that I'm pretty fast and I can run away. Right? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, well, great meeting you, Jake. Thank you for that delicious story, and happy holidays to you. Yeah. Great to meet you both. Yeah, have a great holiday. Okay, Bye. take care, brother. Cheers. All right, here comes Elizabeth. Elizabeth Lane? Oh, I would love it if it was Elizabeth Lane. That's a girlfriend of yours? That's Elizabeth and Andy. Nobody's mm. listening, right? Mmm. God, I like that Carrie guy. It's not Elizabeth Lane. I have a crush on Carrie. Hi, Hi. Elizabeth. Can you hear us? Yes. yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. I wasn't expecting to see you guys right away. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> We're here. You know what's fun is now you're in a closet like Monica and Sis, but you're at a very low angle. We don't get this privileged point of view. We're really sleeves up on all the garments and that's new <laughs> for us. Yeah, you're right. Well, I can technically walk into my closet, but it's quite narrow. So I don't think I could get a chair in it. So I just... Went with ground level. You know, I will say, Monica. <laughs> what? It's a request that could potentially have someone feeling less than like, oh, yeah, I guess I just have a <laughs> closet big enough for me to fucking do a podcast in. Now I feel like shit. Forget it. I'm calling Smartless with my story. You and Smartless. My God. <laughs> Listen, I've offered you two options. If you want to send every single person a recording I device. I'm too cheap. Okay. Exactly. Elizabeth, you've done the right thing. And Monica apologizes for the stress of it <laughs> I all. I don't. I have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> no, you don't. You're good. Where are you from? I am from Michigan originally, actually. Wow. What part? Ann Arbor. Yes, oh, very fancy. U of M. Yes. My, it's funny, Dex, when you always tell stories about Michigan, I'm reminded of my father's friend who had a saying that was, Ann Arbor is six square miles surrounded by reality. So I feel like <laughs> you were in the reality and I was in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Yeah. Ann Arbor is very much the Austin of Michigan. They say the blueberry in the bowl of red soup. Uh, oh, really? That's how they describe Austin. Really? Yeah. Ann Arbor is like an Eden. Yes. Really quick. There's a great bridge behind the Gandhi Dancer do you know which one I speak of? Yes, I do. So I used to go there on the weekends and jump off that bridge all the time for fun. Sure, of course. Did you ever get off the edge of that thing? No. <laughs> I was too good of a child. Okay. Yeah. Do you regret that at all? Uh, No, I made up for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you hit the ground running as an adult. <laughs> Sounds like that. Okay, tell us your story. Yeah, hit us with a Michigan snow day story. I actually texted my brother. It's more his story, but he was 10 years old when this happened. So that put me at like seven. We had big snow day and had obviously a good bit of snow because when you're in Michigan, you need a good bit of snow to get a snow day. Yeah. And my brother decided that he wanted to build like an igloo. So he decided he was going to build it in our front yard. 
So he built it a third of a distance off of the road with the entrance to the driveway. The entrance was maybe knee high, like you had to crawl in. And it's this tiny little thing that he can maybe spin around in, like sitting down, but not really stand up, right? Just dinky little thing. I've made them. I'm right there. I know really? exactly. And I made it in our front yard as well, right How'd next you to the make electric it? box. First, you roll big snowballs like you're going to build a snowman. Uh-huh. And then you start stacking those big snowballs. Oh. And half your yard, it's kind of like we're pulling up sod, like the reverse of sod. <laughs> sure. So you're like where everyone else's whole yard is filled with 14 inches of snow. You just have all these, like you've been mowing the lawn to make these big things. And then you're stacking them. It's not really possible to get the roof right. That's its whole. Yeah, that's okay. So anyways, I just want you to know, God, am I with you? All right. <laughs> so he's in his little igloo and he hears a really loud noise. Uh-oh. He thinks it's an airplane or a helicopter or something. So he's like, oh, I want to see the cool thing flying in the sky. So he goes to back out of the igloo, but it was not an airplane or a helicopter. It was a car that was now turning into our driveway. No. So when he's backing out, the rear tire caught his boot (gasps) and like ran him over essentially. Oh my, in the the yard. Yeah, in the driveway. So the car is coming up the street, it loses control and now it careens. No, it was turning into our driveway. It was an intentional turn into our driveway. Because he parked his igloo in the driveway. Yeah, the entrance was in the driveway essentially. And so when he goes to back out, because there's, you know, a little bit of distance. And so he didn't really hear it, doesn't know that it's now turning. And it grabbed onto him and for all intents and purposes, ran him over. No. And he was 10? Yes. <gasps> so then, of course, the whole hubbaloo. Really quick, who's driving that car? Exactly. So that's my favorite part of the story. It was an insurance guy. Oh, my. It was someone on a sales call. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Can you imagine going back to your employer and being like, so I just ran over a kid on this call? Uh, Good news and bad news. I did close the Feldsteins. Uh, Bad news, I did run over their kid. That's their first claim. So maybe a push, but over time, long enough time, this is going to be a net positive. Oh, God. Yeah, so obviously called everyone, right? EMS, police, everything. They get there and... My brother's overall okay, right? No bones sticking out, no like compartment syndrome. He's not in shock. He's in pain, but he's overall fine. Are you a nurse? No, no. I'm in medical, but no, I'm not a nurse. Okay. You do have a medical vibe. Oh, thanks. So EMS basically tells my mom, well, if you want to, you can just drive him to the hospital. We don't need to take him. What are they talking about? A little boy was run over. But... Ambulances are pricey. So if you don't have oh, the right insurance, yeah. they're kind of saying to you like, hey, this is going to be a $1,000 ride. They and just it's a bought mile insurance away. one minute ago. <laughs> I might not be active yet. Okay. <laughs> so my mom opted for that, put him flat in the back seat of the van and took him to the hospital. And he was fine. No broken bones, no torn, nothing. He, his leg was really bruised up for a long time, but no worse for the wear. Wow. And that guy actually 
did come back another time, like rescheduled that meeting with my oh. mom. The audacity. Oh my <laughs> no, I want to hire this person. This is, talk about not taking no for Seriously. an answer. And I don't think even if there was big damage, she would have like sued him or anything. But <laughs> it was just funny. Those kids, well, he's benefiting from the fact that there's a bunch of cushion on the ground. That's helpful. Yeah. Tires are slippery. You know, this is a dry day. Dry tire might be a different outcome. Oof. Not wearing a big bunch of padding from the snow True. gear. My mom, I think, suspected that what actually may have happened more is that his boot got caught in like the wheel well. And he more got dragged than actually run over. Uh Right. That was her suspicion, I think, based on the story and the injuries. Yeah, you never want to get run over by a car. But if given the options, you want to be in a lot of snow gear on a snow day. That's about as good as it's going to get. Unless you get run over by a car in the water. That would be the number one way to get run (laughs) over by a car. You're already in the water. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I think also maybe it's a good lesson in making your igloo really big. So people know people might be in it. Well, Elizabeth, what's your brother's name? Philip. Blessings to Philip. I'm glad he persevered. I'm sure it didn't slow him down at all as a little boy. You shake him right off, don't you? Yeah. 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 He found other ways to injure himself later on in life. So <laughs> Right. You either have a knack for it or you don't, I think. He grew up and he married the queen. Oh, Philip. Yeah, Prince uh, Philip. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I'll make sure to tell my sister-in-law that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That she's a queen. <laughs> yes. Well, Elizabeth, thank you th- so much for that story. Yeah. I'm sure it was more traumatic for you than him, really. Yeah, it's funny. I remember bits of it, but you know how memory is. I remember the story more than the event, I think, these days. Thanks for having me on. And Monica, I just wanted to give a shout out for Race to 35 because I've been loving it. I'm 30, and so I'm loving all the convos and everything. Thank you. Great meeting you, Elizabeth. Happy holidays. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Take care. Oh, no. Prince Philip got run. Who knew? Prince, Prince Philip, Philip got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> La, da, 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 da. Wow. Was that song hot when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. I think it debuted in my youth. It did? Yeah. Yeah, it was an old classic by Oldie my but a goodie. Mm-hmm. We weren't allowed to play it. My grandma hated it. Oh, yeah. my God. She we took it, it personally. Cas- we had it on cassette, and we think she stole it. It was oh, our, like, wow. favorite song, too. Yeah, I did have a couple friends whose parents thought it was a very distasteful song. I'm sorry you didn't have snow days in Georgia. I did. Oh, we you did. did? I mean, not that often, but that's why they were extra exciting. We had like, one in I'm- college. It was so fun. Oh, did you guys get drunk and yeah, booty oh, bump yeah. in the street? We made a pizza in the oven. It was caught on fire. Oh, my God. Exciting. I know. Lacerated liver? Well, look, what an exciting episode. For many, many reasons, this was an exciting episode. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. TBD on Carrie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A big, big date coming this way. All right. Love you. Love you. Happy snow day to everyone who's getting one. Yeah. Have fun out there. Don't get hit by cars and don't throw snowballs. Can I tell you one thing that was that's very memorable for me? Of course, you know, the snow day story where I had to fight the older boy that my brother came and said, you're fighting. That's right. But while you were watching Green Acres. That's right. I was watching Green Acres. Additionally, we had as many really ice days as we did snow days. So when there's going to be an ice storm, that was actually more likely to shut school down. Yeah. And quite often, Tara, the street I lived on in first through fourth grade, Mm -hmm. it would be a couple inches of ice. So we would put our ice skates on on our snow day and we would 
with our hockey skates on oh, and our sticks and our pucks, we would skate all over the neighborhood. And it felt like, well, this is the dream. Imagine a thoroughfare for ice skating. That's really fun. Oh, and also, you could stand, I remember very clearly. You'd have your big snow gear on. And you could stand in with the wind. You would just stand on your skates in the street and it would push you all the way down the street. Oh, that's You're fun. sailing, sailing. Oh, my God. Yeah, sailing. I like this because it's actually safer than ice skating on water. Yes. So I like that. Yeah. I love you. Happy holidays. Happy snow days. Happy snow days. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We don't have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're going to ask some random questions, and with the help of our on the fly rhyme dish on the fly rhyme dish in